come down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing them down to Ricky's Down to Ricky's place and welcome to Rick's <coughs> Martini Bar. Scared me there. Sorry about that. Snoozing back here. I'm Jerry McCarty here with Rick Farmelo and yeah. the lovely Amanda Raymond. Cheers! There we go. All right. And Amanda, what's going on with the wedding plans? Our viewers are very interested in what's going on. So tell oh, me to start with that. <laughs> so far. They are coming slowly but surely. Okay. Now we got, I actually got a comment about those. Wishing you all the best. That's cool. That's Aww. Nice. This is very nice. That's very lovely. Thank from you. Your parents. And Rick, let's tell everybody a little bit about the those who follow us on Facebook would have got to enjoy this interaction. But oh, last okay. week we did an episode about... Our favorite weddings right. in movies. Right. And in, we, in, in the picture, we put the wedding scene from The Godfather. The Godfather, Which is very right? appropriate because it's one of the greatest right. in movie history. And uh, one of our friends, Allison Martino, commented on it. Her dad is Al Martino, who was in the movie. So her, he, her and I had like, this back-and-forth yeah. conversation about The Godfather for, like, I don't know how long it lasted. I just listened. I just watched. Because I had a whole bunch of stories I had heard that I knew, but plus stuff that Robert Evans had told me. And she had a bunch of stories that... Her dad had told her, and just all these really interesting. I mean, it was interesting because I had there's something she was telling me that I, would, I didn't know, and I think I told her stuff she didn't know. It was just really a cool it's thread. Very interesting. So she's going to be one of our, our podcast that guests. That'll be so awesome. Very soon, yeah. Helmer, she's got, she's got some great great stories. So yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll be fun. Be great, yeah. So good. So yeah. So that's cool that she just was listening and yeah, she, she heard her name. She did listen. Yeah, I mean, she <laughs> she saw the thread and then she said, oh. "I have to listen to the I'll listen to the podcast right now." And then. I said, yeah, we, we brought your name up in the podcast. She did listen to it, and then she commented some more. So. Cool. Well, to, this week, we're going to talk about our... We've got to get the music on. Oh, Keep yeah. Keep talking. Well, let's hear, let's hear some music. What we're going to talk about is every once in a while, a comedian will do a dramatic role. And... We're going to talk about comedians. Sometimes they fail. Sometimes We're they do great. We're playing Mad 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 World, which, which is completely inappropriate because it's all comedians. It's all but comedians. Why not? Let's just do a, the music will be all crazy. But you got a little reverse there because you got, we got you got Spencer Tracy playing in a comedy, playing in a comedy, which, which he, he had. I mean, Father yeah, the Bride was a yeah. comedy, yeah, and yeah. all the, the the Catherine Hepburn movies are comedies. But this is a crazy comedy. Crazy three Stooges are in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's probably the only film made with the Three Stooges. <laughs> Um, I think. Let me, look, let, me, let me look way back. Yeah, right? um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you're doing Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon and the Three Stooges yeah. come up, yeah. I'm telling you, Mad Mad World's the key to it. <laughs> yes, yep. So, so it's a Mad Mad World so directed by Stanley Kramer, who we met at the Collective Show, and I think you met him at the well, old, met a times. at the uh, Woodland Hills home for the. No, agent. no, I didn't. He was actually there. Yeah, but I didn't meet him there. Okay, I met him before he, was he there. went in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a gurney. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, he's a cool guy. One of my favorite directors. Great director. His, what's that, my favorite film of his is what's Sidney Poitier and Tony Curtis in... Oh, The Defiant Ones. The Defiant Ones yeah, my favorite man, movie. That's awesome. But he's yeah. done great movies. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. probably the most famous. Right. He was a producer on uh, High Noon. He produced High Noon. Really? Produced yeah. High Noon? Yeah. Cooper. 
Yeah. Uh, Not the one with uh, Jackie Chan and uh, Owen Wilson. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have to give a shout-out to my uh, nephew, Chris, who just had a baby and named him Cooper. And I told him, I said, cool, I can call him. When can I start calling him Coop? Yeah. <laughs> At what age? Can you name him after Gary Cooper? No. But, <laughs> but I'm still going to call him Coop. You can call him Mini Cooper Very good. Yeah, no, I think Coop is like the best nickname in the world. Yeah. I would love to be Coop. I think of Cooperstown when I think of Cooper. <laughs> Cooper. And Gary Cooper was Lou Gehrig also. Yeah. And it's the first week of baseball season, yeah, which is baby. awesome, too. So listen, we have to do a little commercial. And when we come back, we're going to talk about about comedians who took a shot at acting dramatic yeah. and did it right. He was successful. He was yeah. successful at it. Okay. When we return, I drink Martini Bar. Where the girls are refined, the men have good taste. We are back, and we're hearing it's a mad, mad world in the, in the background. And we're talking about comedians that do dramatic roles in films and which ones worked and maybe which ones didn't work. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, when I was thinking about them, I mainly just think of men. I think women, as progressive as Hollywood thinks they are, mm-hmm. very few women comedians get a chance to, to do a straight. To do I a think sh- that's very true. I think true. Unfortunate, right. well, you but know, true. Frankly, there aren't a lot of, they don't, Kristen Wiig could pull are not allowed to do a lot of funny things in films for some reason. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of really funny women out there, yeah. but they don't. Tina Fey could pull it off. Tina Fey, yeah. I, Tina Fey's more of, I think she's kind of more of a writer right. than a performer, but she's, but she's really good. I mean, she's, you know, I agree. she knows what she's doing, so she's able to pull it off. Okay. Well, anyway, so Rick, why don't you start out with yours? I'm going to give you two. Okay. I'm going to give you an older, old one. No, it's actually not that old. For me, it's relatively new. The comedian's old, but the the, the role I'm gonna give I'm actually gonna give you three. I'm gonna give you my favorite. Awesome, go ahead. My favorite my favorite serious role for a comedian is Jerry Lewis in The King of Comedy. Good one. Think, Robert you, De Niro. When you hear The King of Comedy, you think it's a, it's a comedy. It's kind of a black comedy. But right. Jerry Lewis doesn't do funny he's things. He's not funny in at all in it. No. I mean, he's funny. He's he's funny in the way he acts towards Rupert Pupkin. Yeah. But it's not supposed to be a comedic role. No. He's playing it very, very straight. Tense. Very straight. And he, he said, and he actually, there's, people are talking about him maybe getting nominated for Oscars and stuff when, when, the, when the movie came out. But to him, it was like, I was just being myself. It was nothing. It was the easiest job I've ever had. He told really? me, he, he, he kept saying that. He said, you know, Scorsese would talk to him about stuff, and he's just like, just be yourself, Jerry. He said, all right. Because he, he awesome. dealt with people like Rupert Pupkin before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He deals, deals right. with them all the time, so he knows how to deal with those guys. Yeah. So, so, Rupert, so to him, it was like you got to explain normal. the movie to those listeners. And you get to do a movie suggestion later. Maybe this will be your movie Maybe suggestion. That, that, that actually would be, because a lot of people haven't seen it. Uh, Robert De Niro plays like this fanatic who wants to be a, a famous comedian. He's a schlep. He's, he's, he's not funny. He's a schnook. He's a loser. Right. And him and Sarah, uh, Sandra Bernhard, are like, like, they're like fanatics. They're fans of Jerry Lewis, who's a talk show host. Great. And they're fanatical about it. They, they collect autographs. They stalk him. But Rupert, Rupert considers himself considers himself a little different because he just wants to be on on the Jerry Langford show, which is the, which is Jerry Lewis's character, and be a comedian just for one night at least. Right. So his thing is like, well, no, there's a reason I'm a stalker. I actually want to be a comedian. And it's a very it's a very dark 
dark movie. Very tense. I'm not going to tell you more than that. But yeah, no, you got to watch the it. The lengths that he great. goes to to get on. That's pretty, great. Pretty, uh, he goes to great lengths. Great. To get on the Nero's great in it, and yeah, Jerry Lewis is great. It's a, real, a very odd sort of a movie. It was made during the period of, of Scorsese's, what he was doing, kind of like odd films. He wasn't yeah. doing like, wouldn't, this is before Goodfellas. It was after after yeah, Raging Bull. And you see something. I'll tell you what, though. When you watch that movie, you see things that Scorsese does that he does later in Goodfellas. Yeah. There's, Just there's, the, there's touches. There's touches of it. It's a, I mean, it's, a great, it's one of my favorite movies. Okay, um, go ahead. What else you got? The other, the other one I have is more, a more modern one, and that's Adam Sandler in Punch Drunk Love. Right. That's you what know? started this whole idea was last week. We don't just talk about movies when we're on the air. No, we talk about it's all the time. <laughs> sleep all the time. Last week I came Church. over to Rick's house and his kids were here and we were talking about movies and we were talking yeah. about Jack and Jill, the Adam Sandler movie. Right. And Rick said, the only Adam Sandler movie I like is... Punch Drunk Love. And I said, that's the only movie he's not funny in. That's exactly why I like it. I don't think he's funny. Sorry. So, but he's great in Punch Drunk Love. I mean, he's he is freaking great. great. And a lot of people don't like that movie. It's, it's Paul Thomas Anderson, me. who I really like. <laughs> The man who doesn't like it. I just think he's so freaking crazy. Okay. I mean, he's so cool. Anyway. I, I, I got to tell you, somebody else who I'll tell you off air, because I don't know if he wants me to tell who he is, who he is but okay. he's he calls that movie and movies like it quirkities. Uh-huh. Because he believes that Adam Sandler, that no other actor could have played that part. Is that the reason Adam Sandler got the part is because he's Adam Sandler and that... We wouldn't put up with some other actor acting that strange, uh-huh. but with Adam Sandler, we put up with it, and that just because he's quirky. Yeah, and it's, he calls those quirkities, which are not real dramas, but they're they're not funny, but they're just quirky. They're yeah, that's, that's a, yeah, they're, they're quirky dramas. The last one I have is and again, this is something probably people don't probably don't remember this. Bob Hope, Bob Hope, one of my favorite film comedians. Okay, yeah, um, a drama. He played a, played in a drama called Bo James. He never played saw it. Uh, uh, yeah, never heard of it. James Walker, who was the mayor of New Jimmy York. Jimmy J.J. Walker? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from Good Times. <laughs> Bully, he, I know it doesn't seem like he off, but he did. He did. He wore, the, he wore the wool cap. It was unbelievable. And the way he said dynamite out of the side of his mouth, I mean, it was unbelievable. And then, you, wow. you, you believed it. You just believed it. And you know, there's a, there's the really, mayor of New York. Mayor of New York, Jimmy, uh, James Walker. And I, I, don't remember, I don't know when he was the mayor. Probably the turn of the century or something. But he's a famous New York mayor. Really? I so Bob Hope plays. He, he, it's really good. He's re, he plays it completely I straight. love history and I love Bob Hope. Why, why haven't yeah. I seen this movie? I don't know. It's a good It's a good movie, though. It's not a real well-known movie for whatever reason. It was like, he did it in the mid-50s, I believe. Cool. That's, that's a cool one to check out, and he's good in it. So that, those three, good those three are, are my favorites. I like that. Amanda, you got anything? Uh, I was going to say um, Jim Carrey and The Truman Show. The yeah. Truman? Oh, that's good. That's a good one. That's, that's really very good. good. Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. Then one that Rick showed me, it was um, Jackie Gleason in uh, Soldier in the Rain. Yes. Ooh. I would also go... And Steve McQueen's in that movie. You guys haven't seen yeah, Steve McQueen's great in that too. That's yeah. another one. You got two movie reviews. Blake Edwards directed it, but I, I Pink Panther. Jack, Jackie Gleason, and also his Minnesota oh. Fats and the Hustler. That's even a that's even a better. But at, the, yeah. at that time too, TV was yeah. thought of as like the worst. Yeah, well, was not up to like movies. So it was like the bastard child of film. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he went from TV. 
He started. He did. He yeah. He started. Uh, he he was in a couple of movies in the forties. Really, but he was kind of a goofy. He played like a waiter or a, or a soda jerk or something like that. I forget what movie uh-huh. it was. He was in the forties though, and they didn't know what to do with him. They're like, this, this guy's not whatever. Same thing with Milton Berle. He he made he made a couple of movies. They didn't do very well yeah. on TV. But for some reason, Jackie Gleason when he hit TV, that was his medium. Well, and he was the he was like the the biggest. Him and Milton Berle like the biggest stars on TV by far at that time. But he wanted to keep doing movies, so he right. he was very careful about, careful about what roles he picked. Yeah, Soldier in the Rain. G, he did this film called Gigo that Gene Kelly directed. Where wow. He plays this mute and the hustler to be able to trade yeah. with Paul Newman. Boy, yeah, I mean, who he, you he, held, act he held his own yeah. with Paul Newman and the Hustler. That's man. like wow. gotta be his. Yeah, that's a really good pick. Soldier cool, like excellent that. pick, Amanda. Yeah. Thank you. Well, we have to go to our next break. So when we return, we're going to hear mine, and then you guys got to help me out with some other ones. When we return, at Rick's Martini Bar. Where the girls are refined, and the men have good taste. We have returned here at Rick's Martini Bar. This is Amanda. That's right, Amanda. And we are talking about comedians who made the step to drama. And sometimes uh, just so one, sometimes so just one step, and then back one the step, and then they, they go back. I actually like those ones better, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. They just like forward. give it a shot. And I'm going to give you my mine here, and then I'm going to ask Rick's opinion because I have some movies that I'm embarrassed I haven't seen, but I'm sure Rick yeah, has. Yeah, and you can you can explain to me, all right, if if they were actually comedies. But I, I uh, so anyway, the one I'm going to say right now is Steve Martin. Who is was hilarious? Who wore rabbit ears, an arrow through yeah. his head, uh-huh. and then he did a couple awesome movies. One, The Spanish Prisoner, which I is a never saw that. Great never saw movie. that. Oh, you got to see it. Okay. It's great. And then one called Shop Girl with Claire Danes. Yes, I where saw he that. He plays a rich guy who likes a shop. Girl and Jason Schwartzman was in that too. Is Jason Schwartzman the other guy? He's the other yeah. guy. You know what? I have not seen that movie for Great very, movie. very personal reasons. <laughs> Man, only Amanda and I. You probably would understand too. But he's crazy. It, 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 it's it too closely mirrors our early relationship. Oh, it does not. The hell it. it anyway, there's a whole history behind this movie that the, I should probably see, now I could see it. But back when it came out, yeah, and, and someone recommended to him, you need to see this movie. You need to see this movie. And like, and like, why do they want her to see? It's because about this older guy trying to date this younger girl. Yeah. And then she finally comes to her senses. I'm like, oh great, who? What friend recommended that movie? <laughs> and who do I have to kill? Just give me, just give me an address. No. Spanish Prisoner is another right, great one. Spanish Prisoner. No, it's another great one. Is the Spanish Prisoner is a famous old con that Steve Martin is a con. Hmm. Uh, okay, now I'm going to ask you the ones that I know. Is Rick for Christmas got me the Steve McQueen biography, which I'm listening to. And Steve McQueen was not happy when Hell, and, Hell is for Heroes when they told him, we want Bob Newhart in this movie. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this movie's not funny. Like, why is she to be in it? Yeah. And he's like, we want Bob Newhart in this movie because yep. people recognize him. He's yep. got this hit comedian yeah. record. He had a, an album called The Button Down Mind. And in, in, in around nineteen, I think it was about nineteen sixty something like that. Right. He, was a, he was huge. It was a gigantic, huge yeah. selling record. And, and, and so Steve McQueen fought it and I, fought it. I totally understand it. it. And the reason they wanted him was because there was a lot of like phone stuff and uh, yeah, Bob his, Newhart. His, his bit was, was talking, talking on the phone. On the phone. Yeah. 
So he would do that, but it was serious. Yeah. And in retrospect, Steve McQueen said he did all right. Yeah. They did good. Well, in, in, in a lot of army comedies, they usually have a couple of kind of funny guys in the platoon. No, no matter how serious it is. I've seen a lot of stuff in the 40s I mean, that were, that were made during World War II. So that was a deadly serious thing. But there's always the guys who are kind of a little bit funny. I mean, one or two guys in the platoon who, you know, one of them had a dog or one of them was yeah, a ventriloquist yeah. or some weird thing. But just to kind of lighten things up a little bit. So it, it kind of makes sense. From well, that would bring me to my other one, which would uh-huh. be Kelly's Heroes, Don Rickles. Yeah. Was that a serious role or a comedian? Um, I'm trying to remember. It was It was kind of... Kelly Savalas in that movie, right? Kelly Savalas wasn't funny in it. Right. <laughs> not, one, not one of the better stand-ups. <laughs> but no, uh, Rickles... Eastwood. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, Rickles, it was kind of a funny role. He was like that. But not like... It wasn't he was like, a con man. It wasn't right. like he was on the Andy Griffith show. It wasn't funny like right. that. Just now, I just thought of a woman. And they should do this more often. They actually think of a woman more often. No, we, we, well, I think I like think of women a lot. Not this. So one, why is this such? A, and why this time it's so important? Because I thought of a woman who was comedian who did a serious role and did a good job. And I don't even like her. Okay, but I think she did a great job. Uh-huh. And the guy who gave her the chance was Steven Spielberg. And she's a comedian. And she's a comedian. I guess, I guess who this? Would see, be. guess who this is. And Steven, and Steven Spielberg, this, was, this, I think, is a movie that was nominated for tons of Oscars and maybe didn't win any. Wow. Steven Spielberg. It wasn't Saving Private Ryan, was it? It's the color purple. Oh. Oh, oh you know, you are right. And who you know is what? that actually? Who is that comedian? Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopi she's, Goldberg. She's really good in it. She's really and good in it. you know who else is in that movie, if I'm not Oprah. mistaken? Oprah. Oprah. Winfrey. Yep. Yeah, and she's good in it, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie, man. That yeah. is a thing. Mm-hmm. I actually like her really more good. in dramas than I do in comedies. Because Eddie, where she plays the coach of the New York Knicks, was not good. She plays. <laughs> I'm her in Ghost. Ghost, she was a, which is a drama kind of too, right? the only thing good in Ghost. Yeah. That movie is awful, man. Ghost, I hated that movie. I disagree. I know. I know people like it. It's awful, man. But she's good in it. She's really good in it. Yeah. Anyway. That's Patrick's, a good one. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just thought about that while we were talking this. So. Okay. You know, another thing is, too, is television dramas is, you will uh, appreciate this. Oh, I just thought of another one. If you brought up television, I got a perfect, one of the best ever performances in a serious television drama. Who you got? By one of the funniest guys who's ever been on television. Who's that? And I'm going to give people five seconds to think about who they okay. think it might be. This movie came out in about 1974. This guy had a gigantically huge TV show in in the '60s, so this is in the well 60s. well after the show was off the air, and he he is known as like one of the funniest guys ever, and he did this deadly serious part in a movie in the mid in 1974. In a TV movie, TV movie. I'm going to say Dick Van Dyke. And what did he? That's. Wrong. I need both parts of the answer. Uh, I was it the movie where he's the alcoholic? Yes. Oh. You got it, man. Way to go. It's called The Morning After. The Morning After. Man. I mean, it's... it's it, Look, I just saw it about a year ago. I've yeah. seen it for a long time. And at the time, it was very, very powerful. Yeah. I look at it now, and things have changed a lot with, with like, AA, for instance, right. and the way they deal with stuff right. and just alcoholism in general and, what it, you know, what it's how it's being looked at and treated today as opposed to 1974. Right. But man, is it! It's like a tragic, tragically great performance. And he, you know, Dick Van Dyke in real life. This is not a big series because he wrote a book about it. He did have 
he was an alcoholic in real is an alcoholic in real well, life. Yeah. So he knows exactly what that's and he obviously didn't go I to just the read his, this guy did but his or listened to his biography. I actually read it. Which he narrated. And he kinda yeah. says in there that he really he drank every night. Yeah. But he didn't he the way he, he had no withdrawal. He's like I know. He, uh, he says that he didn't He was able to give it up fairly easily. Right. But, but he, but he, in the book, he 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 would stop for a while, and then all of a right. sudden he'd be drinking again. Right. Then stop it. I think now he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't at all. drink at all. And a lot of people don't know if they are or not. It's right. that's uh, a weird deal. But he's, you know, he admits it, he it, whether he's a full fledged alcoholic or not, he at least admits, admitted to having a drinking problem. And when this film came out, he was still drinking. Yeah. He didn't stop drinking. And then, and, and then he did. Uh, what was he is, if you guys can diagnose murder, which he was yes. also really yep, yep. good in. Yep. Serious. With his son My grandma Harry loved that show. He's a, he's a real. He's a hell of an. He's, he's in the, a great he's in the, I always brought this up because it's not really a comedy, although it is. It's 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 sold as a comedy. But the comic, one of my favorite movies ever. Right. The comic. He plays a silent film comedian. But he doesn't, you know, in the film parts that you see in the film, he's a comedian. He's funny. Yeah. But in his real life, he's not. He's yeah. kind of, he's a, actually a real jerk. Right. You know, but he plays it straight, and he is absolutely fantastic. Carl Reiner directed it. So, thank you for joining us. Support us on Amazon.com. And uh, go, go to Amazon through our through the through McCarty, our, the McCarty Metro. Website. Go to www.mccartymetro.com. Click on the Amazon banner and buy whatever you buy, and it's the same price. You don't yeah. pay one cent extra, but we get a little taste. We get money to buy new post-its and ice. New post-its and ice. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, thank you. And uh, we look forward to s- talking next week when we'll have another great episode at Rick's Martini Bar for Raymond. Rick Farmerow and Jim McCarty. Cheers! And the men have good taste. A subtle joke, a touch of class, poured in a tall martini glass. Let's swing them down to Ricky's down.